this is episode 45, last year, this numbered episode. back to SNC podcast episode 43 we have Chuck again finally after like I know right a year yeah it's been too long my buddy it's been too long <laughs> uh, I would say tell everybody who you are but everybody knows who you are <laughs> we so, should tell that one person right yeah <laughs> yeah tell the one person who you are <laughs> for you Right there, you out there. Uh, what's up? I'm uh, I'm Chuck Pino. I'm a freelance writer and editor. Um, I've done some such projects as Welcome to the Void, Belial, and uh, Essence House. Those are the ones that I've I've worked on as a writer. And then, of course, as far as editing is concerned, I don't even know how many projects I've I've worked on. I uh, every once in a while something will come out and I'll be like, Oh crap! I worked on that like two years ago. That's great. So. You know, if you find something with my name on it, I'll sign it, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have Belial coming out soon. Yep. Like yep. Belial's coming out early October. We're aiming for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So, I think I saw, like, you mentioned the title, or you tried mentioning the title, and then Aaron Dallin, <laughs> he was saying something about the... Well... <laughs> I actually didn't mention the title. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, basically, we have our titles. Yeah. Or episodes uh, for, because Belial came out and it was just Belial. And it's a mini series, so there's going to be two, or sorry, there's going to be four four issues. And so um, what was neat is Sean and I were just talking, and he said something, and I was like, dude, that has to be the name of the last issue. And he was like, oh, crap. Yeah, okay, so that kind of gave us a theme, and I'm not going to name that one, obviously, because it's going to be a while, but yeah. you know what, since this one might not be out for a little bit, I can tell you guys that um, this title, this one is going to be called Make Mine a Double, and, huh. right, <laughs> it's it's all about, a, uh, about the devil who owns his own bar, and so we decided to go with the bar theme. We've been leaning on that one, especially for the Kickstarter and stuff really heavy like just having a lot of fun with that yeah i saw like sean was posting about like if he should do the same theme for the kickstarter like last year or if he should change it yeah sean sean and i are an interesting team because sean is super nervous and really wants to put everything together and, and make sure it's perfect and i love that about him i really do i am happy-go-lucky, fly by the seat of my pants. Don't worry, it's going to work. And I can tell you, my wife has been with me for 20 years, 21 years almost, and even she gets frustrated by the fact that it does work out. Like, I'll, I'll just tell her, like, don't worry, baby, this is going to work out. We're in a really bad situation here. Like, you have no idea. I, babe, I know. It's going to work out. And it does. And even, it's gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, I just know something will happen. And, um, you know, of course, I always have things that I'm trying to do to make stuff happen. But, um, yeah, sometimes I get a little it, – it, it allows you to be lazier than you want to be because you're like – people are like, 
oh, dude, you know, what, what about this thing? And you're like, it'll work out. Yeah, but how? I don't know. Shouldn't you do something? Probably, you know. <laughs> I feel like that's more how Dylan is, and I'm more like Sean. <laughs> I think every team needs that. Yeah. I think, I because Dylan and I have to chill out. Yeah. You and uh, and 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 Sean, or else you guys are gonna go fucking bald. <laughs> All right. And Sean's already there, so that's that's not an issue anymore for us. But you guys, we need you guys because every once in a while, you guys gotta slap us and go, "Hey, yes, okay, it might work out." But you actually have to do something, like to actually get this done. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, that's definitely Dylan. That, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. Uh, I am still not caught up on Essence House, but for those that are also not caught up, well, it's like the little elevator pitch for that. Oh, I mean, it's funny. The elevator, the, the pitch gets smaller and smaller. <laughs> um, but basically, Essence House is a time travel family do- drama. Um, and it's about a family who basically finds out that their strange, eccentric uh, upbringing had so much more behind it than they ever thought. And so throughout the series, we're now on season two, you find out more and more um, about their family about their ancestral home and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Actually, literally today, we finished and sent off episodes 12 and 13. So episodes two and three from season two uh, to be recorded by our um, our uh, voiceover actor. Yeah, I like all the sound effects and just the voice work is actually really good in it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, the, the sound effects is great. That's... That's Eric, yeah. uh, my partner, Eric Cockrell, and he is really good. And one of my favorite things about that is as like we got going, I was like, dude, you're really good at this. He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. I'm going to fuck with you. He's like, what? Yeah, I'm just going to have weird sounds and I'm going to have them in tough places and you're going to have to deal with it. And he's like, okay. So like at one point they're on a highway and I'm like, you know what? I think my guy is going to quickly pull off this exit and randomly drive in front of a truck. And that's going to force him to blow that air horn. And we'll see how he does with that. And like, I would just do stuff like that. So you've got two guys in a car arguing. One of them shunts over a couple of uh, lanes to get out of the exit. Truck, truck starts uh, honking his horn and our guy still has to talk through the whole thing. And so he had to get an air horn sound going that still allowed our guy to talk and he made it happen. And he was like, Oh, that was, that was really not easy. I'm like, good, good. You're welcome. Like it means you're really good at your job and someone has to test you. <laughs> He's going to come out of this a way better sound engineer. Like yeah. he'll be able to handle anything. He'll be like, dude, are you ready for this? He's like, Oh yeah. yeah I work with Chuck. I can do whatever you want me to do. <clears throat> Isn't um, Essence House going to be like a book or uh, something? Yeah, like so the, when we started working on it, it originally started as a novel, and we were doing that for uh, NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month. And that was about two years ago. That was 2018. 
and it just didn't happen. And so then we, uh, when we were gonna come back at it in 2019 to try it again for NaNoWriMo, we were both like, no, that didn't work. That's not, let, let's try something else. And so that's when, as we started talking about it, we were like, dude, we could make this an audio drama. Like that sounded like a lot of fun. And then as we started doing that, I was like, hey man, this, these could be chapters and we could turn this into an actual novel. And as we got further into it, we realized that even though we kind of had an ending for season one, season two had a very good, like had the possibilities of having a very tight ending. And I was like, well, cool. Then we put the two seasons together. That is literally the length of a novel. And we've got 20 chapters and we're good to go. And that'll be like around 70, 80,000 words or something like that. And he was just like, yeah, okay. That's badass. So that's what we've been doing. We're excited because I know you're kickstarting your first video game soon. Yeah. We're kickstarting our first novel. Like it's, <laughs> it's, uh, dude, it's a wild west out there, man. We don't even know how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Don't even, uh, do people kickstart novels? I, I've never... Dude, so they're bigger than, than uh, comics. I had no idea. Oh, I asked. I actually asked um, uh, Russell Nolte, who does a lot of novels. I had asked him. I said, "So, um, I said, you know, uh, he mentioned that he was kickstarting his novels before we got to that." And uh, I said, "You're kickstarting your novels?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I said, "What's that like? How's that work?" And he goes, "Man, there's way more books that are kickstarted than than comics." I was like, "Oh, terrific! Maybe we can find a new audience then. Like, bring some comic people over." Find some of these novel people, see what happens. Didn't even know that was a category out there. I didn't either. That's, oh, that's crazy. Dude, the categories on there are weird. Like, yeah. I remember one guy on there, his category, um, he, he, he would get a lot of comic stuff. And that's how I started following him because he had, he had jumped on a couple of my Kickstarters. So I'm following him on Kickstarter. And then all of a sudden I see, like, this guy got this card this card and that card and i'm like what are they like magic the gathering or something and i looked no no it's just playing cards like yep. literally there's an entire thing that are just different types of playing cards and i'm talking like regular old bicycle style like oh i thought it was yeah, yeah like a... just trading cards and stuff no it, well i mean i'm sure that's on there too yeah but i think a lot of that would actually be in the board games yeah no this is like poker and all that like just playing cards regular cards oh <laughs> yep there was there was one i saw it was hilarious it's like um it was called uh naked cards and i'm like we've all seen naked cards whatever what's so good about these that you're gonna try to kickstart it well then i looked and i saw oh this thing is like it's made like seven or eight thousand dollars like it's doing really good and i'm like come on it can't be that good so i looked it's literally the actual like bicycle style cards, you know, like with the king and every like that that art deco art style sort of thing. Yeah. And but they did that only nudes. <laughs> yeah, and so like you know like there's there's like spades over the nipples and stuff, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And yeah, man, like they did that. It emulated the style, looked really good, and they made stupid money. I'm like oh, damn. Why am I making original stuff but I could just steal somebody else's idea and make a crap ton of cash on it that way? Yeah. We're dumb. <laughs> we're dumb, Greg. You and I, we're trying to do our own thing. That's for idiots. 
Yeah. Yeah, I noticed like the comics that, you know, have like the TNA type stuff or whatever. And that's, it gets a lot of money on there. But. It, it does. And we're kind of taking advantage of that with Belial. <laughs> we, we have two sexy covers. Um, we were going to have one. And we had one which is like absolutely hilarious. I don't want to go into it yet because we don't have it done to show off. But it, it was going to be like a sexy cover, but making fun of sexy covers. And then like one of the big sexy cover guys, he and I were, were tight. We're really good. We're, we joke around a lot. And he's like, man, and he bought Bilal and he loved it. He said, man, I would love to do a cover for Bilal. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how that would work, man. Like he, he does sexy women like that's what he does and his guys are are cool but it's all about the sexy women and i was like i mean you're cartoony but i just i don't know how that would work and then one day he just sends me a message and it's a sketch of what would be a sexy Bilal cover and i was like oh shit now we're gonna have to buy this off you are and he's like well no i don't have to make it i was like no, it's it's pretty fucking good actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't think it would work, but it was good. So I said to Sean, and Sean's like, "Yeah, crap. Send him money. Let's make this happen." <laughs> <laughs> so Steph Wilson has a sexy cover coming, and it's I I've, we've actually shown it on uh, on uh, Facebook already, and it's it's really yeah, nice. I think I saw really it. Yeah, yeah, she does a lot of those. <laughs> so that's what I thought. He does a lot of those. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Steph is a dude. Um, you know what? I thought it was a woman for the longest time, and then finally we started talking, and I'm like, whoa, you're a dude. I just thought you were a really hot chick who was, yeah. was drawing like, really hot stuff, and I'm like, that's great. And I was like, oh, you're another dude drawing really hot chicks. Cool. That works, too. It huh. doesn't diminish your art. Okay. Now I know. <laughs> All right. Thinking it's a girl <laughs> forever. Um, wow. Yeah. Are you all right, man? Yeah. Just uh, I've recorded five. This is the fifth episode today, I think. <laughs> it's so funny. Every time you and I do an interview together, you're like coming off of a night shift or you've just done like a bunch of work and it's just like poor dude poor guy like you're you're a busy dude man yeah you guys have a lot of stuff going on so we've been talking about me but you you've got Sierra Nova's on there right now right it's on kickstarter yeah and how's that running for you guys we have twenty two thousand seven hundred eighty two dollars so you mean twenty two hundred? Yeah, yeah, and not twenty seven thousand. Oh, I was like twenty thousand. Holy no, crap! It, if we go. did, I would be like super. I would not have a job right now. <laughs> I would be <laughs> doing this because my whole plan is to do this full time. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like I'm trying to do it within a year, year and a half, but I have to save enough money just in case, like something was to happen. Uh, I have to pay yep. my debt off, and uh, so first I'm paying my car payment off, which that'll be paid off by December of this year. And then I'm going to like go hard trying to pay my student loan off, which is not a lot compared to most people. It's like $6,000. And oh, wow. uh, yeah, I, I went to school for like a year, not even a full semester, like two semesters. And 
Then I dropped out because I was like, no, nah, this is not me. Then, um, yeah, so I, I want to do this full time. And uh, I think it's crazy the amount of money that we made off of this Kickstarter. So good. Yeah. I believe it's only going to get better, man. Yeah. And if I can get 3000 which is the next comic that I want to release, because every backer gets the other solo series, if we make it to that, which is like $218 away, then yeah. Well, that's like when we got ink with the first one, right? Yep. That's how we, well, how I'm doing things is like, oh, like if we do this, I basically pay all the artists and stuff from my paychecks. And then I just, the Kickstarter is just for printing, so that's usually how I, how I try to do it too. I'm trying to figure out a different way so I don't have to do that because I was saying to Dylan, he didn't know until like last year how much like it costs to make a comic book. He, yeah, he, he was just like, oh yeah, like it costs, yeah, make sure the artist does this. It's like, no, like I just paid him. He's not going to redo that because I have to pay. He's like, no, oh, yeah, okay, but still. I was like, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. And then he's yeah. like, how much is it? <laughs> if Dylan thousand. really wants, he can pay that artist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you want to pay that. <laughs> no, I'm sure, man. Yeah, no, it's, dude, making comics is so expensive. And you really do have to have um, an end game. Yeah. And, and it's neat how, you know, I think we all kind of get into comics – and we all go, okay, this is how it's going to go. And then when you get in there, you go, oh, no, no, no. There's a lot of ways to get into this. Like, there's there's guys who, like, for me, I, I, I fucking hate publishing. I hate it. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. There's a lot going on. Um, and it's not the stuff I enjoy. Us seat of the pants guys, we hate having to, like um, – uh, fulfill Kickstarters and, and have to set We're not organized like that. We're not built for that stuff. That's, that's what you and the Sean's and other people, you guys, you guys get that stuff. You guys, your, your brains work like that. I just want to write. I just want to create. I don't, I'm not. And, and you can call it lazy you can call it whatever you want. That's fine. It, I hate that stuff. And it, it's, it's stuff that I, I'm only motivated to do it because I care about the fans and I want to make sure that they get what they want. They, they, they want and more and that we deliver so um that's that's why i do it but i don't love doing it so um if i could work for someone else or something like that i'd be all over that man yeah i'm I'm always open to that i was definitely just like (laughs) a lot i'm still a lot like i just want to keep writing because at work i just watch cameras and watch youtube or now amazon prime because i have that for free right now Mm -hmm. but uh I just watched 1880, 1984. So that's insane. The, the movie? Yeah. So Did that feel like a documentary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I read the, well, I listened to the book because I'm not going to read that. Um, Dylan said like last year, he's like, I can't believe you never read that in school. I'm like, no, I, I read Animal Farm. And he's like, oh. Yep. And I, that was one of my favorite books, which insane because it's like communism <laughs> but, yeah um but that movie is like verbatim the book like 1984 is it's like they read the, the script is the book like 
I remember things that they're saying. And I'm like, that's literally in the book. Exactly how they say it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if the book made it work, why would you try to... Yeah. Well, but, why are you trying to like completely change it around? You know that's I mean? why I don't get when people... Well, there was a guy at work that was trying to watch some Assassin's Creed movie, and I was just like, no. That's my favorite video game series. Well, one of my favorite. And I'm like, I can't watch that movie. He's like, why? I was like, I, it's so bad <laughs> compared to the games. I loved the games up to a point. Um, yeah, I haven't played the last couple, but yeah. <laughs> well, it was a really good series, and they had like a really good idea, and then they kill off the main character, and then they're like, don't worry, now you're the main character. And I played a couple like that, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I, I liked when there was actual characters. I'm not enjoying this at all. Like, <laughs> this just feels like, like you're just kind of, just stamping everything. You're like, all right, it's in Greece. All right, they're Vikings. All right, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not really interested yeah. in that anymore. Thanks, anyways. I'm gonna, Viking I'm gonna one pull. does look cool, but I don't, I don't think I'll get it still. Yeah. And uh, the last one I think I played was Black Flag. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite ones because I like pirates and assassins. Yeah. So. I think I I played the two afterwards. I don't remember if there was like there was Unity, two that came out which, at the same time. Okay. Yeah, what is it? Unity and Rogue or something like that? I would have played Rogue because you're like Irish or Scottish or something and that, that was cool. But I just... They were good. I played both of them. They were great. But again, the uh, th that main storyline is done, yeah. so you're playing as you. And I was like, yeah, that sucks. And like, after like they killed Desmond, and I was like, oh, maybe he'll come back. Nope. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm yeah. probably done with this. <clears throat> Just killed a franchise, thanks. Yeah, right? And then So yeah, after that, I, I was not... I was not interested about the movie either. I just never watched it. Yeah. And it, it's so easy to not watch it when everyone's destroying it. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm not missing out. Yeah. That's fine. Usually movies I don't criticize that much. I could watch almost any movie and like there are some bad movies. I watch bad movies like as a thing, like on Netflix or whatever. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like a terrible movie, but it's still like okay to me. Yeah. I watch, um, There's a movie that I just oh, um, I just mentioned in the last episode. <laughs> I saw the uh, Birds of Prey movie. Um, Never saw it. Yeah, that's better off. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I rented it on YouTube, and it's like, I wish I had my money back. Oh. And like, I like her as Harley Quinn, but whatever. Like, I don't know what they were trying to do. Maybe because I'm a writer, and I know that it was bad, but I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do you find, as a writer, it can be more difficult to enjoy things? Now, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, now right? I'm, like, not a pro or anything, but I've now I have, like, two, three, like, short stories or something on Amazon, and then I have comics that are out now, so I'm like, yeah, I kind of somewhat know what I'm doing, and if this is good writing, because people like Art Belfield's like you're a good writer, and I'm like, what'd you read? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, your your comics. I was like, you like the Seer Chronicles, and he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool, good, thanks. 
Yeah. The new version is way better. So. I'm excited to read the new one. It's, it's like way longer and. I I think you sent me the script. Yeah. And I've been so busy, I never ended up looking at it, and then. I ended up coming up to it, and I'm like, I should read this. And I was like, no, man, they're in development. Like, they're actually, like, making that one happen. I want to read it. Like, I'll just buy it again yeah. and, and, and read it and actually um, check it out and see what they did. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I sent the old script, maybe. And, like, that one is, like, it's more of a storyboard because that's what Dylan's saying. Like, I mostly put out, like, storyboards, and then, like, he – fills in like camera angle type things even though that's mostly for the artist and yeah uh, and i uh, we almost lost our artist because of dylan <laughs> uh, oh no right, right in the beginning yep they're like uh i said this one thing and then dan's like nope bye and i was like wait 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 no stop wait i'm gonna call you <laughs> don't and then sean's like oh, i can see where he's coming at no shh 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 sh. Yeah, that, just, that, just let me handle this. I got. This. And I, then I like persuaded him, and I was like, "Hey, oh, like I'll tell Dylan to like calm down, because like Dylan is like super director at times." And I'm like, "Yeah,", yeah. and I'm like, "He, like, okay, you like you say you're really good at storyboarding. We'll see how you are." And then Dylan, once he saw that, he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll, I'll like quiet down." And I was like, "There you go." Yeah, and that, and that's the thing is that. Um, when when you're making your first script, you I usually tell people be anal. Yeah, find your your um, your camera angles, all that. But if it doesn't matter, if you don't care as much about like a certain angle or, or whatnot for a specific scene, let them play with it. Yeah. Like I had one guy, he was telling you how the page should look and everything, and I was like, man, let your guy do his job. It's more fun if he can lay out the page. A lot of those, they love being able to do that. My my only thing as a writer is that's most important to me is I want to make sure all those story points punch. So I'm really anal when I'm writing. I'll say, look, there's this many panels on the page, and this is how the page has to end. It has to end that way because I need you to be excited to flip the page and see what's on the other side. It's all about those those little cliffhangers and really getting people going and excited to keep going. So that's where I'm anal and they never have an issue with it. In fact, like Greg Warnchak, who who's worked on me with a bunch for a bunch of stuff. Now he'll, he'll randomly like, um, I, I have a, a rule in my head because these artists are paid as little as they are. A lot of times we can't pay them a lot. I just have told myself, I cannot script more than seven panels on a page because Anything more than that, it, it's way too much work. It's asking a lot of them. And it, it, it can get very, like, I, I, I can't tell the kind of story I want to tell because it's harder to see everything. Everything's a little more compact. And I, w I got some pages from them, and I'm looking through, and I'm looking through the script, and I'm like, that page has eight panels. I know I didn't write that. And so I looked, and then I'm like, oh, cool. He added an extra sequence in there to kind of, beef up the drama of that. And I'm like, oh, okay, the joke plays off even better now. That's perfect. But that was his call, and he made it better. Yeah. And that's just awesome. Like, when, it, when an artist is willing to take those steps, and I've, I feel that the more we work with a person, the more they're willing to step up and say, hey, man, this would be really cool. Let, let, let's do this. And you're like, 
yeah, man, you're the artist. Go, go do your thing. Yeah. So now our like whole, cause we have a system because last, like the reason we are remastering yeah. it is because, uh, the artist, well, one didn't speak like really any English and, um, he, didn't add a couple pages from the script and then that messed things up and Travis is like, well, I don't understand what's going on. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll redo it. <laughs> so, but now we have a whole system and now Dylan can be a director up until after the roughs, he he's no longer can talk. He, he can't say anything. Like yeah. one, once we get roughs and then like we say what we need to say, which I, picture it i like look at the script and look at each page and i'm like that looks so, what it's supposed to look like and yeah then dylan like goes deep into it and i was trying to get him it was like a week and a half for him to do uh for scales and he didn't even have time to do that and he's like okay so i'll look at the first like couple pages and if i think those are good i'm like okay well i think they're all good but all right and it's a different artist it's the ink artist it's the artist for ink adam fields and uh i'm like I already trust the dude. I trust both. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And then uh, he looked at like the first five and he's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Well, what about this panel? Like I can literally change like one thing of dialogue and it'll completely be fine. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to have him redraw something like that. And he's like, oh, and, okay. And that's something we need to remind ourselves is that our dialogue is mutable. It can be changed. We can yeah. we can play with it a little bit. So if if they've drawn something that really works, but it, it would change your dialogue, cool, change it. Yeah. Like play with it a little bit. You're 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 talented, but yeah. it's it's a hell of a lot cheaper for us as writers to just go screw it. I can make a little change. I'll insert another line or whatever rather than going do that panel again. Are you for real right now? Yeah. yeah I don't like them redoing things just because, well, yeah. yeah. Like, whatever you want in the script should be in the script. I know, like, another set of eyes should be on it, but can't hire anybody else. <laughs> well, but you guys have two sets of eyes. Does uh, Dan yeah. go over your scripts? Yep. Yeah. 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 He's the one that, like, puts the camera angles in and stuff. Like, I don't really do that. I, do like basically the main like plot of whatever issue and i already wrote the third issue of the seer chronicles that's already done nice uh, Good yeah you. it's super depressing uh <laughs> <laughs> i'm sold thanks it's very depressing um <laughs> and i said that to him and he's like you already wrote it and i was like yeah and i'm about to write like the fourth one <laughs> he's like oh i was like i don't have anything else to do at work so no, I, I get that, dude. I yeah. get that. Like, I have other comics that aren't even supposed to be out until way later. And I was about to say to uh, Hector Barrero, I was like, oh, do you want to do this comic? But then I was like, ah, not right now. Because he's, like, super busy anyway. Hector's a good dude, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's, like, our number three, almost. Yeah? Yeah, just because, like, he basically, he well, he's on our other podcast, and then, like, he basically backs us up for like anything if someone has a problem. So <laughs> he's cool. Yeah, no, he's a really good dude. I got to I got to work with him on a short. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I also got to go. I don't remember the name of his 
something something in the duck or whatever. Uriel, Uriel and Goose. Uriel and Goose does but, it. But I'm sad because like he's like done. They're done doing that for now, and I can picture it as like an animated like show. A thousand percent. And he's like, oh yeah, I can totally see that. And Chris actually said that too. And I was like, if I had the money, I would like pay for that to be a show. Like, so why is he done with that? Uh, they're moving on to a different thing instead because uh, it's taken too long for some reason. For I don't I, I don't know the main reason behind that, but he wants to get the other things moving, and he wants to put like yeah, actually wants to publish things, and he doesn't want to keep redoing something nonstop. And I was like, yep, I totally get that. That's why like this is the last version of the first issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the third or fourth version because I had a one artist, which nobody, I barely anybody ever saw that art. And he's like a skateboard artist, really. Oh. And he was not good at like sequential art. And uh, I thought it was there because it was in my head. But Dylan's like, that is not what's happening here. And it was like four different things happening at once because it all, all was happening in my head because I know the story. And uh, then I had to get a different artist, which was the right. Uh, artist um, that we had last year and then he messed up on certain things and now we have Dan so Dan's a really good artist man I yeah. love what he does he even likes our colorist because he's like I like the cover a lot I was like me too <laughs> well luckily he likes your anchor too yeah Sean <laughs> <laughs> right good dude yeah no um no, I I, uh, I I just think Hector's really good. I think what you guys are doing is really come together, man. I'm excited to see it happen. Yeah. I can't wait for the video game and everything else. Right? That's – oh. It's scary. I yeah. mean, I feel the same way about the novel. Yeah. Like, it's just – I mean, even when we started doing the podcast, trying to market a podcast is – it's like a completely different animal. And you're like, why? It's entertainment. But it, it's different different people. And trying to get into that uh, community was is really difficult. I think I have like on Facebook, I have like one friend who is a podcaster. Like, like one friend who does like the same kind of audio drama stuff that we do. Oh. And that was it. We've talked a little bit. But getting that community is tough. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. don't have that many listens or anything. I, I haven't done any, like, anchor uh, ads or anything yet. But, like, Aaron Dowen has said, like, oh, we made, like, five fifteen dollars or something off that. I was like, oh, might do that. Yeah, that's not a terrible idea at all. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. We, we haven't made a cent, but, I mean... <laughs> We're doing all, we're doing all right. We we like we've never we've never done the ads or whatever, but yeah, yeah I mean we're doing good. Um, we hit fifteen hundred uh, downloads recently, which is really nice. I don't think we're anywhere near that. We talk more <laughs> about like marketing and social media, and, and that's just tough, man. Yeah. It's the same as like um, people have said to me, they're like, "Dude, do you know what would help your numbers on um, Chuck's Raw Reviews?" I was like, "Yeah, me talking about absolutely anything else." Yeah. <laughs> like, well, then why don't you do that? And I'm like, because that's not what it's about. 
I'm not trying to be, I don't want to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to be YouTube famous. I'm not interested in that world. I'm trying to help out. I'm doing what you're doing. I'm trying to help out other creatives have a place to show off their book, to have someone else talking about their book. And I've had people go, well, you know, why aren't you um, having some negative reviews? And I'm like, because it's not where I'm, it's not what I'm about. I want to get books that, that are enjoyable, that I think people will like and aim them at their audience. That's it. So if the book is like just brutal, I just don't read, like, I just don't talk about it. Yeah. I like arts reviews too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's does not care. No, he doesn't. And and that's why he gets, he gets the views. Like he gets more views than I do. And he's talked to me about that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, again, I'm not interested. Go, go make your, your YouTube money. I'm really more interested in um, being a comic creator, being a writer, um, pushing that stuff and then helping the rest of the community. I do want to like, gain a following on youtube but like we now have like 99 subscribers yeah like we're trying to get 100 so whoever's watching this you can like hit the subscribe button right now i guess but (laughs) yeah come on people subscribe like share comment uh and the apple podcast thing you guys do for essence house like we have to start doing that more for ours we're actually um we're in cahoots or I don't know what it is, but we're getting it onto Audible right now. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And yeah, that was pretty exciting. Basically, um, we we um, we got this email that was basically like, you know, Audible's trying to make this stuff happen. Are you guys interested? And we're like, hell yeah, we are. (laughs) Like, that would be super awesome. I think it was Audible and Amazon. And so we're like, yeah, yeah, we're all about that. So Joe Valen is doing audio recordings of his book, but it's on YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's still good, but he's like using the same kind of mic or almost the same mic that I have. And he's just doing it without, you know, being on audible right now, but it's still yeah. getting views or whatever. Yeah. We're not trying to be like YouTubers or anything, but like it would be cool to get the extra money. But Yes. Well, I think the like for us, the reason we want to get on Audible is um, bigger platform. And really for us, it's about the book. Like yeah. at this point, I want to be a novelist. I want to, I want to be able to say that I'm an author. And it's so funny that, that as comic creators, we can't say that. Yeah. No one, you, if you, and you know, that's not even like, I would, I would have no problem calling you an author. No issue. But if I called you an author in front of a random person yeah. and then they were like, what you write? You're like, I write comics. They're like, you're not an author. You're not an author. Authors, yeah. authors write books. And you're like, you piece of shit. So that's why I'm like, I have to write a book. Just so when I say I'm an author, they can go, but you write comics. I'm like, yeah, but I got a book. Screw you. <laughs> I was trying to write a book this year and then that didn't happen. Um, yeah. It's like half, it's not even halfway. It's like a third of the way. Because I have to figure out. It? What? Did you outline it? Not really. I like writing as I go, and then I'm gonna go yeah. back through it. But outline, uh, so yeah. much better. Yeah. Oh. Cause it's like I talk about social media. It's like the journey of like me writing to the point of uh, 
getting up to the point of making this business and then, you know, up until like present day. So, and it's called five, power let, wait, five on power level five, because that's like uh, microwave instructions for this Chinese food dinner thing that's at a grocery store that me and Dylan used to get. But yeah, that's what it's called. See, I think it should be called pre-legend. And it's all about you before you become a legend. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you'll finish the book and they'll be like, wait, but you're not one yet? And you're like, no, 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 that will be down the road. You know, when I become one. <laughs> yeah. But it's like but it's like nonfiction, so it's like just weird to write that. And yeah. because uh, I wrote a short story. It was like the I just finished writing a short story last year or earlier this year, and it was, like, the book that was in my head since, like, middle school. That's the first thing I ever wrote, and, like, it was still stuck inside my head, and I was like, oh, let's put this on Amazon. And I tried to figure out everything that I could remember from it because I don't know where that notebook went. Yeah. And uh, it was a English project that I had to do. And I was competing with my friend Ryan that is in no way in, like a writer. And um, and it was like... That's, that's <laughs> such a good lesson to li in life, people. If you're going to compete with someone, compete with someone who sucks. That's just a nice, easy bar. This guy can't write for crap. You're the one I'm going to compete with. Yeah. And then uh, and I got like... like tons of extra credit because like it's way above like we were supposed to do 15 pages it was a narrative like story and i did 85 or something like that it was in a composition notebook but still and then yeah. if i still had that i would have copied the like same exact story and then just put it on amazon because i don't remember how many pages it was when i was typing it out but it i think it's way shorter than like what i wrote on yeah. paper I updated it so it's a little more mature and I made the it's about like a security guard in this mall that actually is around here and uh, he's like a serial killer <laughs> and he's trying to kill the kids that are stuck inside the mall because they're they think they're all like hot shit because like oh we got locked inside a mall and we can just like stay in the mall forever and um, but the, the dude's trying to kill the kids. <laughs> And then they find out he's a serial killer, and then they're basically trying to run away. And then they try to—they end up trying to fight him. Yeah, that happens. But I didn't make him a serial killer because I didn't know that was a thing when I was in middle school. They know yeah, that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I. So, I just had a security guard that wanted to like really hurt these kids. <laughs> and my mom read it, and she's like, "You wrote that?" And I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Oh, that's good." I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks." Thanks, mom. <laughs> well see and my mom i was so disappointed she reacted the exact same way everyone told me um that she would react and that was i have these comics out there she's excited about them she shows them off she talks about them so great she respects me as a writer right like everything's good and then we're on the phone the other day and i was and she knows about essence house and she knows about the podcast so, uh, but the audiobook. And so I was like, uh, hey, mom, I have something really cool to show you. She's like, what's that? So we have a mock-up of the cover. And the, the cover's all done and everything. So it looks like, like someone is actually holding the book. And so I, 
I sent that to her. And she's like, oh, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's so awesome. You're going to be a real writer. And I was like, you fucking, are you serious? She jumped right on that landmine right away that everyone said she would jump on. And gladly, she left on it. She was like, oh, you're going to be real. I'm like, oh, I hate you. Do you understand how much more work it is to make a comic than it yeah. is to write a book? Are you kidding me right now? It's so frustrating. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Especially, like, let's be honest. Nowadays, if you want to just get a novel out there, good. Write some piece of trash shit and then send it to Amazon and it'll get up there. It probably won't do a lot. They'll sell a little bit of uh, or whatever, but it won't do much. Who cares? You can say that you're published. But if I even if I want to make a trash comic, do you know how much money I have to work, do and how much more work I have to put into it and everything? Holy crap. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of what I was saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't even like want to make a trash comic because it costs so much money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's true, right? Like, if, if you're paying for art, you're like, well, I might as well make this really good because yeah. I don't want to pay him pay, or pay whomever to make crap. It's not worth my time. It's not worth my money. And uh, the original first issue of the Seer Chronicles, like, I was just excited that I got art, like, of my creation that I wrote. But now I'm like, oh, this is, like, what I actually wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's got the yeah, same. And that really the, is the difference. It's got the tone that I actually wanted. Like, his art was a little more, like, close to Marvel-ish. Like, not really, but I don't know. It's not as dark as I wanted it. Yeah. No, I completely feel you there. So, yeah. Um, Where can people find you? Uh, Cool. So you can find me on Facebook, Chuck, P-I-N-E-A-U. You can find me on Twitter, at Chucky Pin. You can find me on Instagram, Chuck Pino again. You can find my Chuck's Raw Reviews on YouTube, um, Essence House. Uh, you can find on any of your major podcast networks. Just type in Essence House and bam, it'll be there for you. Belial is on Facebook. If you look up facebook.com slash Belial Comic. Um, all of my comics uh, are out of my own publishing wing called Bonfire Press. Yes, I am lazy, but I still publish them because if you want your name out there, you have to be willing to do it. And um, I think that's pretty much everything. If you're looking for an editor, I'm your dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's that, that's pretty much everywhere you can find me. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. And... Yeah. I appreciate you having me, man. Thanks. It's always yeah. fun chatting with you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right.